0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the Free Odyssey app. Danielle McCartney, Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Fan W-F-A-N. Good Sunday afternoon, New York sports fans. I am Danielle mccartan and today. We're going to call this one, oh yeah, Danielle, in the daytime, I am, of course, the super utility around these parts here. And I'll be talking all things New York sports with you up until 6 p.m. here in New York City and beyond. So whatever you're doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next, count them, five hours whether that be on your car radio, streaming from wfan.com or on our free Odyssey app. And of course, as always, we're live here in the Big Apple. Paulie Rosenberg and I from the Mike Francesa studio here in Lower Manhattan. Go ahead, 877-337-6666. Let's right, start dialing. You already know that number. Of course, it's already in your saved into your, your speed dials. Taking your calls right here in this first segment if we can to get aboard. And if you follow me on social media at coach McCartan and uh, Facebook.com slash Coach McCartan. You saw that I earned a a credential for the Devils-Flyers game uh, last night, the stadium series game. So I got to say, I mean, man, I I finally found an event that MetLife Stadium is built for, and it is hockey back in the Meadowlands, and there was nothing, nothing like it. Um, And we've got plenty of time to talk about that today. Some behind-the-scenes stuff from what I experienced. Uh, I, I got my, my audio from the pregame press conference, my postgame interviews with uh, Eric Howla and, and Brandon Smith. Um, so, yeah, if, if you're on your way to the Madelands right now, or, I don't know, maybe you're one of the thousands, I'm not joking, thousands of people that are there in the, t- in the parking lot tailgating right this moment, call me up, let me know. Uh, but uh, have such a fun time. Rangers, Islanders, of course, 3 p.m. today. It was such an amazing experience last night. Uh, We could talk about that moving forward. And and the word to the wise, um, and I know the Devils game was a little um, lopsided last night. And I'm sure that alleviated some of the traffic leaving that stadium. But I stayed for the post-game interviews. I, I was there a long time after that game ended. And it was a traffic nightmare. So just be forewarned, all right? So of course I- I've watched important press conferences this week. Even was part of a few of them last night, but I I watched none more important than these two. I watched Tuesday's small market Stearns one, and exactly exactly twenty four hours ago, I tuned into Pete Alonso's, and the message that I took away from each of them regarding the contract status of. One of the premier bats in the entire league, my takeaway, total opposites. Like, someone is not telling the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, or however that goes, but listen for yourself, and I apologize because I don't recognize the voice of the reporter who asked the question, but it was a fantastic one. So, Paul, let's go ahead and roll Pete Alonzo's from yesterday. When you were talking about how uh, the only conversation was about the one year deal that you settled in January, did you want the team to come to you? Did you welcome that, Did Scott? Yeah, all, to? I mean, I mean, we—I uh, know it's Scott made a pun during the winter meetings, um, but I mean, I've yeah, we just sat back and listened, and definitely we 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 welcome conversation. It's just that the only conversation we had it was about the uh, the one year deal. But hey, listen, like I'm I'm stoked to I'm stoked to be here. I'm Really, really excited, and I mean, I'm I'm proud to play for New York. I'm proud to be a Met. So it's it's really like I'm, uh, yeah, it's a blessing because it's a it's a great place to be. It's a great fan base, and uh, I mean, I can't I love it here. It's great. All right, so we'll react to that in a second, and and that's from the Mets YouTube channel, and you know, so that it's fresh, right? You just heard everything he said. I wanted to to play you the contrasting message that small market Stearns conveyed from Tuesday. Now, before we hit play, you have to envision something. It's David Stern sitting up there on stage with not one, but two collared gray shirts on, and this, like, bemused, like, smug grin on his face throughout the entire answer. It's it To me, it, it's not a good look. But here we go, directly from MLB Film Room. When you have a really talented player who's really good, who's entering his final year of club control, who happens to be represented by Scott Boras, um these things generally end up uh, into free agency and we understand that this is an organization that's dealt with that before with really good players um, and it's ended up in a perfectly fine spot. So uh, yeah, I have not seen, Pete here yet, I haven't talked to him here yeah, yet. Yeah. Okay, okay. So um, so I, I'm no detective, right? But these two responses don't align. You've got a grinning small market Stern saying, quote, these things generally end up into free agency, and we understand that. Let's go out and have a great year together, and if we do that, we'll be set up really well going into the offseason. That's a quote from from Sterns. And you've got the premier homegrown player talking about how during the winter meetings the only thing discussed was a one-year deal, a.k.a. the final year of team control left on his contract. It seemed to me that Alonzo and, you know, rep by Boris wanted to get it done. It seemed to me that Stearns is, is not willing to. And then Otis Livinson from, from uh, CBS, he asked a good question. And Pete responded, he said, I love it here. I definitely have envisioned myself being a lifelong Met. It's something I definitely thought about. I love New York. It's a very special place for my family and I. I definitely welcome the idea, but I can't predict the future. Well, listen, you wouldn't have to predict the future if small market Stearns operated in the same way the GM of the Atlanta Braves operates. Like, pay your Nucleus guys before they get to this point, before they're eligible to hit free agency. Keep them happy. Keep the locker room harmonious in the process. It's not that difficult. And and it... If you imagine Pete Alonso as a Brave right now, the Braves would have made him, deservedly so, a Brave for life by now. You don't think these these contract or these maybe trade rumors are going to wreak havoc inside that clubhouse for a brand new rookie manager? I mean, the first six minutes of that press conference, the first media availability of the the, the winter, the spring for Pete Alonso, the first six or seven minutes. I watched live. Every question was about his contract. Every question was about him potentially being traded midseason. This is going to be a year-long distraction, and it is set up by David Stearns. And Pete said of the winter meetings, he said, quote, we just sat back and listened. We welcome conversation. It's just that the only conversation we had was about the one-year deal. I mean, come really, a longer extension wasn't broached, especially by the Mets, t- to present him with something? This treatment of Pete Alonso is egregiously bad. Like, David Stearns, you really screwed this up bad. So, what is it? I- is it the money? I mean, really? Like, if the Dodgers can go out there and pay every single free agent in the world, why can't the Mets? I mean, this King Cohen, who? I mean, King Cohen. I've always, first of all, I always hated that nickname. And I also think it's weird when, like, Grown people call him Uncle Stevie. But nevertheless, Steve Cohen is the richest owner. Not, I don't, if not in professional sports, for sure in baseball, definitely in baseball. So if the Dodgers can do it, why can't the Mets afford him? Because C- may- maybe it's me that's confused, but I thought money was no object to Steve Cohen. And I can't believe if, if you do, in fact, think it's the money. If you're sitting there listening to my show right now, excuse me, ready to call me up at 877-337-6666, and you're like, Danielle, duh, it's about the money. Like, I can't believe that this is where Steve Cohen would go ahead and start cutting corners financially with this team, with Pete Alonzo, who should be named team captain. Because if I'm him, and I ta- we talked about this all the way back, I looked, September we talked about this. I said, if I'm Pete Alonso, I'm sitting back and I'm going to watch all of the new deals that were just extended to so many of my teammates recently. Let's go through it. Brandon Nimmo, 8 years, 162 mil. Jeff McNeil, 4 years with a club option for the 5th at 50 million. Edwin Diaz, 5 years, 102. I and then if I'm Pete Alonso, I was also there to watch Francisco Lindor get the largest extension in Mets history, which was 10 years, 341 mil. And, and then I watched, if I'm Pete Alonso, I, I watched the Mets bring in and send right back out Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander to the tune of tens of millions of dollars. If I'm Pete Alonso, I saw Steve Cohen essentially just buy three prospects in those deals for $88 million. So why not? Why is there no... Piece of the puzzle cut out for Pete Alonzo. So if it's not the money, I mean, what else could it be? So this morning I'm sitting, I'm like, well, what else could it be? Maybe it's the fact that the Mets have no long-term plans for Pete Alonzo. Like, are you joking? Alonso hit the third most home runs in the league last season, and I am well aware that baseball is more than just home runs, believe me. But if you take Pete Alonso's bat out of this Mets lineup, you have nobody—not a single player in that lineup that can hit consistent home runs on a day-in, day-out basis. Nobody. So it's hard for me to get excited about this upcoming Mets season. Like, especially if Pete Alonso is not going to be a major part of it, because I'm telling you, if they—if he is not on this roster either. And or after the trade deadline this season or after this season, the dark ages for the Mets, they are coming. And then you could say, oh, well, you know, he's just a first baseman. He's only a first baseman. Yeah, I know. I've heard that one before. But how about let's just envision it this way when he's done playing defense at first base, when he can no longer play defense at first base, which is, by the way, not shortstop not second base, not center field, not in the corner outfield position. It's first base where they put people that are ready to retire to go to learn to play. Okay, so let's just say during the length of the contract, I don't know, five years from now, Pete Alonso like, okay, I can't, I, I can't play defense at first base anymore. And then, well, here's here's a rocket science move here. He becomes your designated hitter. A position that the Mets, after these years that the DH is part of, and we knew that the DH was going to be part of the National League, the Mets can't seem to figure it out. Daniel Vogelback, Boom, that guy's the answer. Bring him in. Now, did you see? The Mets have G-Man Choi coming in. Like, I looked. It took me all of 3.2 seconds, and I looked at what G-Man Choi can do. He's not even Daniel Vogelback 2.0. He's actually worse. He's worse. So since you don't have a plan, maybe that's got to be it. I mean, You're going into this season right now today, and the Mets, to me, whereas the Yankees don't seem satisfied, the Mets, to me, seem like they're satisfied. They've zipped the, the Ziploc on the Ziploc bag, and they're like, no, we don't need anything else. We don't need anything more. They, plan, they actually planned to go into the season with Mark Vientos as the DH. You know what I say to that? Good luck. So then I started thinking, okay, well, then, who is or what is the best first baseman comp that, you know, has been sort of recent? Rizzo? No, because at this point, he's too old. He's too injured. So I ended up taking a really hard look at Freddie Freeman who was, at that time, a homegrown Brave, he ended up signing with the Dodgers. At 32 years old, that happened. Freddie Friedman was 32 when he signed that six-year, $162 million deal with the Dodgers. Some come quick math. That's an AAV, annual value, of $27 million per year. Okay. Pete Alonso's birthday's in December. Early December. So we can surmise, you and I, that he'll probably most likely be 30 years old at the time that he signs his next contract, right? Uh, Unless it happens lickety-split right away, right after the World Series. I doubt it. Okay, so let's say he'll be 30. I would start, if I'm the Mets, by offering Pete a, a similar deal to Freddie Freeman. Is he as good as him? Probably not, but that Was also a few years ago now. And Pete is that same homegrown player that, you know, what you know about him is that he does not wilt under the bright lights of New York. He can help you long-term, not just as a first baseman, but as a designated hitter. And then, you know, I think, in it, what I believe is that the Braves only allowed Freeman to walk because lucky for them... They were able to cover their tracks. They were able to lessen the blow of losing Freddie Freeman by bringing in Matt Olson. But I challenge you, you listening right now, who better are the Mets going to find? Because, of course, I looked. First, I looked internally. Okay, that's where you should always start look first. You always should look internally to fill in a, full, a hole or a vacancy. Always internally first. I looked at the depth chart. At first base for the Mets. It's bare. It is bare. The only other first baseman listed, you guessed it, the guy who's supposed to be playing DH, Mark Vientos. I mean, come on. Then, okay, since you can never actually predict trades, you can never actually predict disgruntled players, you know, in February. I took a look at the 2025 free agent class. Oh, here he is again, Anthony Rizzo, with that neck and that back and all the concussions and the whole thing. For for how much money on a new deal? Now, if I'm the Mets, I'm passing on Rizzo. Okay, you look at the 2025 free agent, first base class. A 37-year-old Paul Goldschmidt? Yeah, pass. You also got Josh Bell out there. Okay, well, he's expected his market value already is set to be about $4 million cheaper per year than Pete Alonso. Is he as good as him? No, probably not. But would you bring him in just to save $4 million a year? I mean, maybe small market Stearns would do that. I don't know. But I know I would not. Because this is exactly what you get when you have total turnover on this roster. A tumultuous turnover of this roster. You have two managers now in in the Steve Cohen tenure. Two different managers. You've got turnover. Two different general managers this is the result of that. No long-term plan. And unfortunately, in my heart of hearts, I think it is going to cost the Mets. I think it is going to cost the Mets their, and their, their fans, their most popular, homegrown, one of them, homegrown players, the top premier power hitter, that is Pete Alonso. I cannot believe, honestly, that the Mets and this King Cohen fictional character played hardball with Pete Alonso. They allowed his, his small market general manager to go and play hardball with Pete Alonzo this winter. I mean, what a total swing and miss strategy that is. Alonzo needs to be a Met. Stop the games. But I, I think it's too late. But maybe not. Because Pete said yesterday about kind of, sort of, and these are my words, breaking the the Boris protocol about negotiating during the season. He said, for me, there's, quote, and this is the actual quote, there's no real standard, I guess. For me, I'm just sitting back and listening. There's no pressure. I'm just sitting back and listening. That's what Alonzo said. So the only savior for David Stearns is that Pete Alonzo loves being here in New York so much, that he seems open to breaking that Boris protocol. And I got that out of yesterday, too. If there's a glimmer of hope, is that Pete Alonso is slightly leaving that door ajar. Slightly. A sliver. So, David Stearns, you need to wake up and you need to kick it in. Stop playing games. You need to get a deal done now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.